Uh, you want to ask me why all these bricks are in front of you? Because <laughs> that's a thing in Mortal Kombat, I guess. Yeah, that is. That's like the OG version. Sure. Is that you had the giant stack of bricks and you had to just like hammer on but them. But we're not. Burdens. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about the 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 2021 film in in which no one. Smacks bricks. He does say test your mate, though. <laughs> Just like that. Hello, hello, my friend. Test your mate. Hello, hello. Can you test your mate? Hello, my friend. Just it's fucking Wano. It's Wano. <laughs> oh, no, that's it. That's who it is. It's, it's Wado. God damn Hello, it. Hello, my friend. Just come on. Take the bricks. Test your mind. You know. This is about the big shit. This is an episode about Mortal Kombat. Welcome to Fun Fiction, the show where two idiots ruin that thing you like and get over here. I'm Scotty Moore. At some point, I might have been Megan Danger, but right now I'm Kaido! Oh, Kaido, Kaido fucking wins. <laughs> so we're talking Mortal Kombat, but not the video game and not the other bad movies, but the good hey, movie. Hey, 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 hey. I mean, look. You, wa- you, you, watch, you watch your goddamn mouth. You're alive, but you will die. <laughs> you exactly. You can't defend that. You cannot defend that film. Those sunglasses were five hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, no the first the first Mortal Kombat movie from the nineties is a master like the is well wait the second one might also be from the nineties or whatever the first Mortal Kombat movie is. A, a beautiful campy masterpiece and I will hear nothing against it. Mortal Kombat Annihilation is awful. <laughs> <laughs> um I But anyway, anyway, uh I yeah. got the full theater experience <laughs> watching Mortal Kombat 2021. Like I popped on the best headphones I had. I turned off all the lights and just cranked that shit up. To a point where when the end credits played and that fucking like dubstep remix of the Mortal Kombat theme hit, I stood up and ran laps around my living room. I was like, yeah! That was the one thing where I was like, oh, this is bad, actually. Uh-uh, no, I think it was, I was living <laughs> off the hyphiness that the film gave me, and they could have made the end be Mortal Kombat theme played with fart noises, and I still would have been like, <laughs> fuck yeah! Yeah, so, I guess for, for context, you... You have what, like the you you just dipped your little toesies in in the the Mortal Kombat pool well, prior to this. The majority of my Mortal Kombat knowledge comes from the first three games because my grandparents own an arcade and they had Mortal Kombat. And of course, being a young teen, I was like, "This that game what got blood in it." I'ma play this, and I'ma uppercut people into the pit, and where they get hit with spikes. And they had like little blurbs in between where you could read about the characters. And apparently, I didn't pay enough attention to that because it was not until the release of Mortal Kombat 2021 that I realized that Kano is Australian and not <laughs> what I had originally thought, which was like. Not the biggest bad, but the bad the bad guy that you could play as. You know how every fighting game there's like, this is the bad guy that you could play as him? That's who I thought Kano was. I thought he was just like the big bad of the series that you got to play as. Now I realize he's just kind that's, of an Australian amazing. fucker. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, no. He's, he's just... He's just a gross Australian deadbeat what pees in public. I mean, like, if you look at his original depiction in the game, <laughs> he's got a cool metal faceplate that shoots red lasers, which automatically, like, evil. And he's dressed in pretty much just, like, traditional karate gi for the most part. So I was just like, oh, yeah, 
he's just Karate Boy what shoots lasers, so he's the bad Karate Boy. <laughs> so I've played, I guess, all, probably close to all the Mortal Kombat's, including the bad ones, including the weird ones <laughs> on GameCube that people don't like to talk about. Yeah, yeah. And let's see, when did the first one? The first one came out in the first Mortal Kombat movie came out in '95, so I didn't see it when it came out because I would have been five. And Ugh. I mean, Oof. there was, well, yeah, no, I would not have been able to access that media. But I probably was like nine when I saw it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, I I'm a slut for Mortal Kombat. I am all up in that lore, and this movie was this was this was made with me in mind. This movie is like just fan service out the ass, and I love it every time. Like Sub Zero when he was just like for the Lin Kuei, and I'm just sitting there like I know who that is. <laughs> I know who the Lin Kuei are. And then, like, Liu Kang says something where he's like, yes, I was brought here by my, by master, Bo Cho. And I'm like, oh, fuck, Bo Cho. They're talking, that's, <laughs> that's the guy who, when you press a certain combination of buttons, he vomits on you. <laughs> <laughs> he's from, he's from the, he's from the bad game. They're talking about Bo Cho. <laughs> That's for no one but me. <laughs> the way I describe my experience watching Mortal Kombat 2021 is akin to when I watched Pacific Rim the first time, which is this fucking rules. There is a lot going on with this plot and main character that I do not like, but I do not give a fuck because of everything else that's happening around it. And that's kind of like I feel like Charlie Day in Pacific Rim is is the Kano of that one of just like <laughs> ah you're the one I'm supposed to like okay, but see that's the crazy thing because yeah Kano like uh because like okay yeah I knew like Sub Zero was the one that I was excited for because Sub Zero has always been my favorite character he's been like my main. And, you know, he got the shit end of the stick in, like, the movies. And so that was who I was pumped about, where I was like, I'm finally going to see my boy get his due. And, I mean, like, he did. Like, he fucking rules. Like, it's so great. Like, the cast is pretty much, like, unknowns because they got people... They got actors what who knew how to fight. Yeah. And it's, oh, it fucking rips every time they're fighting. It's like, yeah, the plot's dumb. It doesn't matter. Yeah, like, you know, it, it necessitates a lot of people having to be very serious and say things about, like, the the tournament, the nine realms, the, I don't fucking whatever. But every time they start punching, it just fucking rules. Oh, the fucking scene where Sub-Zero <laughs> first shows up on Earthrealm. And it just starts snowing, and everyone's like, look at that, it's, it's snow. It's snow, but it's July, and it's like, this is the dumbest line of fucking dialogue in the world. <laughs> it's so good. Any time our our, our our audience uh, intro protagonist, who was invented for this movie, Mr. Cole Young, or his wife opens their mouth, they just say the dumbest shit imaginable. I... Here's the thing, because you got excited because they did Sub-Zero proper. Has Sub-Zero always been a villain? I feel like him and Scorpion just trade off which one's the bad guy, given the series. It's hard, because, yeah, because I'm not... Well, Scorpion's always sort of been, like, kind of chaotic neutral. He he is no one's friend, and him and Sub-Zero mostly just want to murder each other. Um, I feel like this was the most backstory we ever got of, of the reasons for them wanting to murder each other as opposed to like, this one blue, this one yellow, F fight now. They look same, um, but different. I, my recollections of, because Sub-Zero's also been different dudes. That, uh, that I actually read about because I did not realize that's who the fuck Noob Cybot was. I just thought, oh, n another ninja character. Here he is, Noob Cybot. And then I looked it up and it's like, no, that's actually Sub-Zero until he dies and then becomes Noob Cybot, which we'll probably get into later in the episode. <laughs> Look, Mortal Kombat's fucking dumb. Um... <laughs> But, yeah, so, like, whether or not Sub-Zero is, like, a good dude or not kind of depends on also who's Sub-Zero, but 
also like my recollection of whether or not Sub-Zero is good is also clouded by the fact of like being a child and Sub-Zero is my favorite. So in my head, like, yeah, Sub-Zero, good, good boy, good frozen boy. Also, like, I remember the animated series and I feel like he's a good guy in the animated series. Oh, I played, to prep for this one, even though we're not fucking talking about the games, I played Mortal Kombat X, and in that one, Sub-Zero and Scorpion are both kind of on the same side, and the bad guy is Liu Kang, which is like looking at me and saying, hey, John Cena's the bad guy now. No, (laughs) no, he shouldn't be. Well, because at that point, there's been like 50 million Mortal Kombat things, and they're like, how do we fucking switch it up? Oh, Luke, Luke Kang bad now? Yeah, I don't know. Why the fuck not? Everybody's having kids. Everybody's Mortal Kombat babies. Luke Kang bad now. Yeah, and see, that's what I'm going to say, because I played Mortal Kombat X, which is a lot of, hey, what if, but baby, when it comes to the Mortal Kombat, because that's where you have Cassie Cage, you have Jackie Briggs. We're, we're doing a bad job of talking about the movie. Well, no, I'm going to connect it around. And all of those are very good. Jackie is reminiscent of her dad while still kind of having her own flavor. Cassie Cage quickly became my favorite fucking character because it's just like, hey, what if Johnny Cage... And Sonya had a baby, and her fighting style is the perfect mix of both. They are both very good. And then, in this film, they said, what if but Scorpion had a long, long, long grandson? Oh, does he use his uh, fancy fighting techniques as Scorpion does? No, he's just kind of, he's Conor McGregor. He's just a little MMA boy. <laughs> but he he got cool tonfa. He got he got a cool tonfa, one one that he beats you with and one that he stabs you with. And that, that's kind of neat. <laughs> but yeah, you were talking about Sub-Zero being done right. Scorpion got done dirty as fuck, which is weird because he's the crux of the entire film. When he shows up, though, it's pretty cool. Oh, it ripped. That fight is so good. It's so good. I was, like I said, sitting on a couch. I'll admit, a little stunned with no right to have to stand up and run around excited. But the moment that motherfucker showed up, I was like, yeah, let's go. I I want to do (laughs) push-ups. I want to do rapid fire push-ups. Yes. And then, like, fucking Sub-Zero, like, stabs him, and then he takes his blood, and he freezes his blood, and turns it into a knife, and he stabs him again! (laughs) Stabs him with it! I do- it is a bit- the one thing they introduced in this film that was a little bizarre to me, and you can tell me if this is in the lore or not- and I've already forgotten what they called it, but the, you must unlock your special gift. Your special gift, what Jesus <laughs> gave to you upon your birth. Liu Kang has, has fire fist. Oh, speaking of, that was my big fan service moment because I got to see something that I was never able to pull off in the video games. What, the, the kicks? The little kicks? No, when Liu Kang <laughs> summoned a whole ass massive motherfucking dragon to just oh, eat yeah. a guy. That fucking ripped. Yeah, well, it was like their, like, fatalities and their other, like, fucking... Like, it was just their cool move sets. It was to summon their cool move sets. They even made a joke... They made a joke about fucking cheesing. Oh, yeah. Which was so good. Where they just keep fucking sweeping Kano's legs, and he's like, All right, no, I've got this. Fuck! (laughs) Son of a bitch! You're fucking spamming, mate! (laughs) Uh, it's it. It's the most fan servicey fucking movie. It's, I fucking love it. It beats you over the head with the fan service, which I fucking love. It is very good. But here's the thing about like the special power thing: is it's inherent. Apparently, it's always been locked away inside of you. Which for Kano getting laser beam eye singular <laughs> just one made me just one. It made me go like, ah, fuck. That means we don't get the metal plate. Which is a good logical reason. And then, (laughs) apparently in the lore of this film, you can just kill a guy and take their dragon marking away. Because Sonya's like, I'm just gonna fucking off Kano. 
And now I am dragon person. <laughs> but the most Don't look don't look for logic here. Also, I love that Kano unlocks his his magic powers uh by just having a fucking tantrum. <laughs> I, I don't want it. Oh, fuck you. What do you <laughs> mean that I I got laser I want, beams. Give me a fucking egg roll. I'm Kaido. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he did it first. That's the, the other bit. I, oh, God. See, this, we're jumping all over the fucking place. Um, Here. Hold so, on. Let me, uh, here, I can here. probably describe the plot in less than a minute. Well, it's not the plot that I wanted to say. Like, of all the things that I expected this movie to give me, which is sick fight scenes... Um, Scorpion and Sub-Zero doing awesome things, uh, and, like, great things like, hey, it's Kung Lao, it's my, my hat boy Kung Lao, like, fuck yeah, uh, you know, just, like, like, cool, just cool things, you know, good fights, good times, you know, cheesy, over-the-top stuff, it also gave me things that I really didn't expect. Oh, yeah. And one of them was Australian dirtbag Kano legitimately being, like, stealing the movie. And me being legitimately upset when he... Because he becomes... He becomes, like, their shitty, scrappy mascot for a little while before he makes his eventual inevitable heel turn to the bad guys team. And I was legitimately upset when it happened, which I never in a million years would have thought would be a thing. I wasn't upset that he turned because I knew that was going to happen. Well, everyone did, <laughs> yeah. but I was like... It's like Mysterio no. in Far From Home. It's just like, we all know. We but know. We did, yeah, but we didn't want it. But for me, it was the fact that they then, because it is Mortal Kombat, have to kill him. And obviously, it's Mortal Kombat. They'll come up with some bullshit for why he comes back. Oh, yeah. How did I... The scene... Was it violently dark for you two? Or was it because I was watching it on, like, an old... TV, that scene looked so dark, and I have no idea right to this day how Kano died. I just know Sonya like got him in a head scissors or something, and then he's dead. Like I can't remember. It was it was it was not lit particularly well, but no, she she uh, she stabs him in his special eye with uh, the lawn gnome that he hocked a loogie on. I beg your fucking pardon. <laughs> okay, so I've seen. I've watched this movie twice now. Um, I thought about rewatching it. I was. I was very down for it. Uh, when they're going to leave her her shitty little house, and he's he's being his delightful self. He hawks a nasty loogie on a little garden gnome outside her front door, and he's just like, "Oh yeah, those creepy little fuckers. I hate those garden gnomes. I'm kind of." <laughs> um, and you know, like, because of that, like, this is going to be a thing later. And so while, like, she's got him in, like, a leg lock or whatever, she, like, is shuffling around for something, and she picks up the little gnome, and she stabs him through his fucking eye socket with the with the hat, with the little, the pointy end of the gnome hat. See, when, when he said that, I, of course, also had that, this is going to come back to bite him later. But also in that moment, I may have been so high that I thought, are these garden gnomes going to come to life and eat Kano. <laughs> what? This isn't, the, this isn't the fucking Goosebumps movie. Uh, I was like, what character in the Mortal Kombat lore can bring garden gnomes to life and when will they attack Kano? Um, but no, going back to what I was saying earlier, because this is uh, ADHD, the show, about their special skills they all get. The whole point of, is you've had this since birth. This is something that must be unlocked in you, which I agree with until it comes to Jax, 
who's <laughs> he unlocked his special arms with the power of friendship <laughs> because like obviously that's another one of those we know Jax is gonna lose his fucking arms and they get replaced by robot and arms that, that was fucking brutal oh yeah where Sub-Zero just like freezes the arms and then kicks the shit out of him yeah he snaps off Jax's fucking are that was also real funny where jack like because because uh sub-zero's trying to fucking murder cole young mma fighter and Jax is like nah you go ahead i got this and he says the funniest fucking line because he's he's going to go fight sub-zero uh-huh. who has clearly demonstrated that he has ice powers and can fucking murk you and and jack's goes to fight him and I think like punches him real good and, and he is still just like Jack's normal man at this point and he says yeah that's right I did six tours motherfucker or something to <laughs> oh, that no, effect no, no. that reminds me of my favorite line which is, <laughs> which is before Jax gets his robot arms and he's just laying in a bed with no arms and blood spurting out Sonya runs up to him and goes is he gonna be okay <laughs> and Luke Kang, Luke Kang is just like what the fuck do you think but I just I just love the idea of seeing a fucking magic ice ninja and being like, I'm going to fight you with my bare fucking hands and just be like, yeah, that's right. I did six tours. Is he going to be okay? <laughs> Bitch, he ain't got arms. He dropped him off the side of a building after tearing his arms off. <laughs> and when we were watching it, is actually for for avid listeners of of the show um i did i did watch it with with charles after we recorded um recorded uh, the twin peaks episode no no it was uh when i was at his place after we recorded um, an episode of the weird for, or something for for ignorance was bliss ah, okay. um uh so we were watching it together and like we when we were, we were like we're sitting there, we're like, are the monks, are, are Luke Hank's monks gonna give him, like, sick robot? Like, how the, how is this gonna work? Yeah. Do they got, do they got tech? And then you see him with those sad little arms, those little skeletal arms, and we're just like, oh, I guess they did their best. <laughs> yeah, but luckily, Jax was born with his special dragon ability that allows him to have better robot arms. But they could only be unlocked with the power of friendship. <laughs> <laughs> because Sonya gets trapped under some rocks, and when he, he's got to save her... His arms upgrade themselves and become sick as fuck. So fucking <laughs> stupid. And I, I really do wish, like, I think Cole could have been saved if they had done, like, gave him a special ability that was, like, scorpion adjacent. Like, something that was remnant. And maybe he become new scorpion. Maybe he is new... No, he just steals Black Panther's special suit ability. He literally steals Black Panther's skill. But it fits with his personality... Well, it fits with the single personality trait that they gave him, which is that he doesn't know how to block anything. (laughs) The first thing that we learn about him is that he just gets punched a whole lot. That he he's just a scrappy boy who doesn't know how to not get punched because he likes to punch so much. And so when his his special magic power thing activates, it's that he gets this like weird little fucking armor, I guess, because he fights Goro, which fucking rules. Goro, absolutely. I got mad because I was like, I'm used to OG Mortal Kombat where Goro is like right before you fight Shang Tsung. This film said, nah, we're going to put him like halfway through the movie and then murder him. <laughs> um, And so, yeah, like it makes sense with his personality that like because all he do is take punch, um, that he gets special suit that, you know, he takes all the punches and then, yeah, redistributes and then he gives you sick uppercut. 
with with kinetic punch power. Oh, so yeah. like it makes sense. Yeah, I still hate it and him. He is the worst. Because, <laughs> like I said, Cassie Cage, perfect amalgamation of from her past of who she came from. Cole's just kind of like, oh, also my granddad is Scorpion, but it's a long distance thing. We don't worry <laughs> about that. Uh, they, they they just had to make some. Raid Raiden's just like, oh yeah, B- BT Dubs, your Scorpion's great great grand, whatever the fuck, I don't know. I'm Raiden. I'm Raiden. Raiden always rips because he's just like, Raiden's I'm done great. with everyone's bullshit. <laughs> yes, the the only good Raiden is a Raiden who's just sick of everyone's crap. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. That was sick oh, of that was it. another great fucking scene where Luke Kang like trots in and he's so proud. He's like, look. I got Earth Realms heroes, and Raiden's just like, "Oh my fucking god!" <laughs> and just like he looks at Cole, and he's like, "You, you've got, you've got emotional issues. I don't fucking know, um, Sonya. You don't even got like, you don't even have a fucking marking. Like you're just a, you're just a here. You just showed you're, you're up. Just a cha- yeah, you're just a chaser. <laughs> that dude don't got fucking arms." <laughs> And this, if this Australian fuck opens his he mouth. He didn't even say, no, that's the best thing. He doesn't even say anything to Kato. He turns around and Kato's like, wait, wait, neg me. What about me? I'm Kato. Why don't I get negged? And Raiden just turns back around, electrocutes him, <laughs> and doesn't fucking say anything. It's so good. And Kato just gets back up and is like, what, what's going on? What a mess. Honestly... <laughs> Now that I think about everything that Kano had to deal with, I kind of understand why he turned heel. He had to go through a lot. He got electrocuted, well, kept getting his legs swept out from underneath him. Well, he's he's a dickhead to everyone about everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's absolutely insufferable. Although the best moment I, I love, the thing that endeared me where I'm like, oh no, I love him, is when you first meet him is he's chained up in Sonya Blade's house. Yeah. <laughs> because her and Jax were like looking for people with the special little dragon markings and he killed a dude who had it and they're just like, well, I guess we're stuck with Kano now. <laughs> And he's he's not even in the frame in, in or in the shot in this moment where Cole's like, well, what about you? Like, where's your dragon thing? And Sonya's like, I don't have one. And then you just hear Kano out of out of frame go, wop wop. <laughs> Honestly, I'm kind of happy they made him that because he is the only character that could have gotten away with the most fan servicey line of Kano wins. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, film. Yeah, though, no, that's the old... Oh, yeah, no, because well, none of the other characters would do that. They peppered they... in so many lines. Like the line where they first start trading with Liu Kang, and he goes, test your might. Fuck you. Like, the amount of times <laughs> I said, Fuck you, film, during this is off the charts. You also, you got to point out that Kano says Kano wins after he tears Reptile's heart out of his chest. That's the re- I actually, Scorpion has always been my main, but Kano was a close second for the longest time because of the fact that he had the most brutal fatality in the originals, which is just rip a man's heart out. <laughs> also, they did Reptile so dirty. Because I remember him being just like a cool ninja what had a reptile face. And in this one, he just got amazing Spider-Man of this is just a tall lizard. It's a tall lizard that's going to fuck you up. Yeah, that's which is weird. That was like a carryover from like Annihilation where they just decided, nah, this is just lizard now. Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, What was his name? The bounty hunter on the bad guy's side. Who was also oh. very good. Was it Cyrax? Uh no, Cabal? Yeah, it was Cabal. Cab- Cabal, who's from who's from Brooklyn for some reason? <laughs> what the fuck was it? Or it's like, oh yeah, it's me, cause it's it's Cabal. <laughs> hey, I'm Cabal here. Hey, I'm Cabal over here. <laughs> what are you talking about? What's the matter, you? I'm Cabal. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know what the fuck that was, but that was pretty good. I loved it because like he's only there to bring Kano over to their side as he shows up. Hey, Kano, it's Cabell. Why don't you come join us, Big B? We can work out a deal. And he's just like, fuck you, Cabal, I'm Kaino! I'm Cabal! I'm Kaino! I'm Cabal! And that was like half the movie, was just that. Yeah, it was like a solid five-minute conversation. It's it's just a real fucking good movie, but I also know there are people who didn't like it, and to those people, no, I understand. I understand where you're coming from that this is a bad movie, but it's a good no. movie. No, you're wrong. Kung, Kung Lao bisects a dragon woman with his bladed hat. It's <laughs> very good. wrong. <laughs> and the biggest uh, thing that was missing was luckily, and I think this is a new thing Hollywood's trying out, which is we're going to give you most of what you want in the first one, then tease the rest of what you want at the end. That way, even if this movie shit, you're forced to make a sequel to see what you really want. I mean, like... Same thing with Venom, putting the carnage tease at the end. It's just like, look, I know we whiffed it on this one, y'all, but <laughs> <laughs> we got carnage coming up, so you're good. That's how this film was, where at the very and end- then they, And then they never make the fucking sequel, and they blue balls you. No, no, they got, uh, let there be carnages coming out one day, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> with fucking natural-born killers, Woody Harrelson coming back. God, I want it. I want it so be it. Uh, but they did that in this film as uh, I kind of, I had it spoiled for me, most unfortunately, um, by the internet. But the fact that they're just like, all right, what are you going to do now, Cole? I got to go to Hollywood. What's in Hollywood? And of course, everyone <laughs> is just staring like, we know what's in Hollywood. <laughs> yes, movie, tell us what's in Hollywood. <laughs> Egregiously pan over to a poster with Johnny Cage's fucking name on it, but not his face because he's yet to be cast. And I'm going to throw a name in the hat right now. And if he's not Johnny Cage, I'll be physically upset that's right, former WWE champion, the fucking Miz. The Miz is Johnny Cage. I mean, I, I I feel like they should probably just keep doing what they did for this movie and just cast someone else people don't know who also is good at kicking and punching. Who better to kick and punch than a former WWE champion? Um, How old is The Miz a, at this point? A man who defeated John Cena in the main event of WrestleMania. Not a hard, not an easy task to do. Uh, the Miz is... Uh, oh no, this isn't going to help my argument. Mm, had a feeling. He is 40 years old. <laughs> Even then though, like he, his He's been playing Johnny Cage on television for the past 10 plus years. It's already there. He knows how to do this. I mean, that's what sucks is the fact that you're like, I I would cast a known uh, unnamed person because then I would have to be like, well, who would you cast? I don't fucking know that they're not a named person. Exactly. <laughs> Like I, did, I, the only the only people that like I think Scorpion was the only actor where I'm like okay I know that guy. <laughs> oh, what was Scorpion in? Uh, st stuff like that's the thing. It wasn't even like st something like I I knew off the top of my head. I just like definitely recognized him from something. Uh, just I mean, hey, bud. Even Screen Rant has posted why The Miz is a perfect Johnny Cage in Mortal Kombat 2. And fucking the creator of Mortal Kombat, Ed Boon, was like, yes, he's The Miz and he's awesome. Oh, he was in uh, The Wolverine. Oh, okay. And like some TV stuff. Just like random things here and there i mean he's, he's got he's got recognizable face he's got recognizable face yeah a lot of, lot of good looking a lot of good looking folks oh in yeah. this 
this mortal combat. Liu Kang, I was like, oh, okay. And then he popped that top off and showed off that fucking cheese grater he's got for abs. And I said, okay, Liu Kang. Liu Kang had the babiest of baby faces, though. Mm-hmm. Like the abbiest of abs and the babiest of baby faces. Well, that's what he needs because he's Liu Kang, the John Cena of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> All right, now. Should we get into what we're doing? Because you messaged me and said, hey, why don't we just do WandaVision again? Which in the moment, like, I understand you mean we're going to work together to come up with a sequel as we did on our WandaVision episode. But for a brief flash of a moment, I thought you were going to (laughs) say, scrap the Mortal Kombat idea. We're just doing an episode of WandaVision again. Because that makes so much uh, sense. We, we never got to review that last one. <laughs> we never got to. <laughs> yeah, let's not talk about the movie that we have not shut up about <laughs> for however many, like, weeks at this point. And let's go back. And, I, and, you know, I really don't feel like we deconstructed WandaVision Let's do enough. WandaVision. <laughs> uh, nah, I, I think, I think uh, you know, who would have been a better... Um, uh, unknown, fresh-faced protagonist for uh, this Mortal Kombat film, Paul, rather than Cole Young. Paul Bettany. No, Hawk Bobaduk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is Hawk's origins, isn't it? Shit. <laughs> that's where that's where Hawk Bobaduk was born. Well, technically, Hawk Bobaduk was born on your Twitter. On my but... <laughs> Twitter account. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, the sequel. I feel like they're going to fix what a lot of people had problems with. Main one being the Mortal Kombat tournament did not people happen. Were, <laughs> people were, I was surprised at how upset people were about that because I really didn't give a hot shit. I mean, it really <laughs> helps it be a movie more than just a selection of a, a WWE WrestleMania card at that point when the whole concept is Shang Tsung just being like, we don't have to fucking wait. Just kill them now. <laughs> <laughs> like they were, uh, they were, there were instances where they were separated and they were having fights. Yeah. Like I, I don't understand why people are like, if there's not a bracket, then I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> What seed is Kano? Is he number one ranked? Where's Kano on my fucking ranking systems? Sweet Jesus H. Christ. Um, so yeah, I think the tournament is going to be happening in the second one. And I do think old Cage is going to be... I mean, he has to show up. You can't be like, we went to Hollywood. He wasn't there. He's not in the film. <laughs> He's he's too busy filming. He's too busy. He said he was busy. He's filming the Marine <laughs> Six. He's not available. <laughs> They've got him filming a, a wacky family comedy with a small child. <laughs> okay, who who do you want? Who who were you missing in this one? Because Johnny Cage, I was definitely. I wish there was Cage in this one, but it's understandable. Oh, speaking of Cage, we had we had Kano. What if, <laughs> what if Nicholas Cage plays Johnny Cage? That makes absolutely no sense, and I would hate I'm it. I'm a Hollywood um, star. I'm gonna engage in the Mortal Kombat. Let's go. It's your your Nicholas Cage is always Andy Samberg doing Nicholas Cage. Where do you think I learned it from, Andy? <laughs> Let's see, Mortal Kombat characters, because... Um, well, well, Katana is is a big oh, one. Oh, yeah, Katana definitely needs to fucking show up in the next one, because, like, it, Katana is the daughter of... She, she, she's Princess of Outworld. So Shang Tsung, basically? No. Yeah. No. No, what? No, no. Shang Tsung is just, a, he's just an evil asshole wizard. The Lord of Outworld is, um... Oh, uh, Shao Kahn. Yeah, that guy. No. Nope. I don't think that's her dad. Yeah. I think I read about it. Yeah, because like, that's the one of the main plot points in uh It's like her MKX. uncle or some shit. 
I don't fucking know. I want Farrah to her, her show mom up. Is, her mom is Sindel. Oh, no, that's... Oh, wait, no, Sindel was in this one, wasn't she? No. Was it? Who? I swear long hair. Here's the problem with playing Mortal Kombat X to prep for this episode. I don't remember what was in Mortal Kombat X and what happened in the movie. Now I am completely fucked up <laughs> on that. Well, we saw Melina was in the ah, movie. Okay, big big teeth, scary who's lady. Ka- yeah, who's Katana's sister? I think. Okay, but I don't think they emphasized that in the movie. Yeah, um, I want good old Ferator to show up. I want good old fat boy with little child on its back. And that's, that is no one. That is nobody. I love the introduction of Ferator and MKX because they look like a massive rhino. Like, they look like a bull. And then you fight them, and they are your height. Like, the game <laughs> has a terrible way of, like, showing you how big they are. Yeah. No, that's, like, lore-wise, that's, that's fucking no one. Baraka? Baraka's fun. Baraka is fun. I wouldn't mind Baraka coming into this one. Now, we could have a few of the guest characters show up, like Batman. Ugh, we Rambo. We could have Rambo show up, Leatherface. <laughs> Jesus. Alien. Stop. Why, why don't we get old Leatherface to show up in this next one? They've gotten real egregious with that shit over the years. Ain't the Ninja Turtles in the... No, what's the Ninja Turtles in? I don't fuck... Uh, uh, are they... I don't I think know. they're in MK11, aren't they? If they are, that's I... so fucked up. <laughs> to have these beloved... <laughs> that's so fucked up. They're, you know, they're they're teenagers. They're kids, man. They're children. Uh, I, I hope we get to see uh, Shang Tsung, but as his, uh, as his Mortal Kombat 2 Leather Daddy version of Shang Tsung, which is uh. so fucking choice. I love it to death. Is there a way to do... Nightwolf and not have it be racist? Um, if it's played by an actor of that hair, I don't know, even then. Because it was real bad in Annihilation. <laughs> yeah. Unlock your animality. <laughs> <laughs> um, what the fuck? Shang Tsung appeared in a 2012 episode of You'll never guess what I'm about to say. I'm, uh... The Annoying Orange. I shouldn't be browsing Wikipedia <laughs> during this. Yeah, no, no. You, cl- you close that tab. You close that tab, Scotty. You close that dark tab. <laughs> dark, terrible tab. Uh, Obviously, we gotta have a little Shao Kahn action in that one, because this one only had Shang Tsung, correct? Yes. Gotta have Shao Kahn in his big old beefy cow hat. (laughs) (laughs) What's the plot of it? Well, I I guess we would have to have the tournament. So obviously we get to go to Outworld, which will be exciting. It'll be more expensive, but we'd get to go to Outworld, which would be fun. Yeah. Because I don't think there was even... A path, like we went to it, I guess, to see the bad guys plotting their dirty deeds. But that was yeah, about it. Yeah, and it just it just looked kind of it just looked kind of shitty as Outworld tends to. Yeah, it was rough. Because uh, like I even remember seeing clips from Annihilation and just saying, "Boy, Outworld's just kind of a desert, huh?" And then MKX, it's just like this is where they filmed Aladdin. Outworld? What happened? <laughs> Farrah, Farrah, not Farrah Khan. What the fuck is the name of the... Who takes over after Shao Kahn? Uh, the other, other wizard? It's the, There's a lot of wizards. It's that other Khan that looks like he was from Tekken and not from oh, Mortal wait, Kombat. Oh, Co- Co- Kotal Khan? Kotal Khan, yeah. Kotal Khan, there's a street rat stealing bread behind you. Go get him. 
Oh, yeah, so I guess... Should, what about... What about... Oh, God, they should have the Mortal Kombat characters whose powers are just exclusively gun. <laughs> well, they've already got there are, one. there are a couple. They got Sonya already. That's true. Uh, but there's also... There's Blonde Guy, whose name I can't think of, and then there's the much more recent one who just uses, like, a rifle. More... But there's... there's I think his name's, like... There's the older one. His name's like Striker or some oh, shit. Oh yeah, fuck Striker. Striker sucks. I want uh, is Aaron, is it Aaron Black or that he's the new the new one's just McCree. It's just Mortal yeah. Kombat McCree. He's he kind of he kind of fucks. He kind of rules. I love him. Yeah, uh, like he he kind of fucks. I'm into him. Striker uh, is just like, hey, what if Sonya was a dude and shitty? That's yeah. Striker. Yeah, he he gives off he gives off like I don't remember if he was specifically a cop, but he gives off a cab energy. Oh no, he is definitely a cop, and he is a bad guy in Mortal Kombat uh, X because fucking everyone's a bad guy in that one for some apparent reason. It's like Kung Lao bad guy, Liu Kang bad guy, every good guy ever in this series bad guy. Yeah, see, you could clearly tell at that point they were just like, all right, what do we... Flip it. Just flip it. I don't fucking know, man. Uh, <laughs> Ermac would be fun. I don't know what you'd do with him, but Ermac would be nice in this. He's got a fun color palette. He's got a fun color palette, and he jizzes green everywhere. I mean, you know, like, I, I, I know we're literally just throwing out character names, but, like... None of the other fucking ninjas get any love. Like, I, as as much as I am sitting here being like, my boy Sub-Zero keeps getting done dirty and they finally did him right, I guess at least Sub-Zero and Scorpion made it into some fucking movies. None of the other ninjas get any love. So you know what? In the sequel, let's see some more ninjas. We got Ermac, we got Rain, we got fucking... Um, I feel like, and I already said it, Noob Cybot's showing up, right? And it's just going to be the, this Sub-Zero. Although, God, it's going to be real hard to see characters say Noob Cybot <laughs> with serious fate. Like, like, just have to talk about it and say those words multiple times. Where's Noob? Noob's here. They'll, noob Cybot? They'll probably <laughs> change it. They'll probably just call him Bo-Katan or whatever through the entire thing. <laughs> That is the name, right? bo <laughs> That's from the fuck. Nope. <laughs> nope, that is not right. That isn't... That's from the fucking Mandalorian. <laughs> what was... <laughs> I thought you were fucking being... I thought you were doing a joke on purpose. <laughs> no. Oh, Bihan. Bihan is his name. <laughs> Fucking Sub Zero takes off his mask and says, This is the way, and then rips off the Mandalorian's arms. You know? <laughs> yeah. B B Scorpion, Scorpion goes, You remember this face? And it's just fucking Baby Yoda. <laughs> Holds up a single. Everybody like, Everyone's like, Oh shit. the twist of the century scorpion comes back and is like takes off the mask and then it just is baby yoda's face we thought it was the guy from the beginning but no it's baby yoda uh, <laughs> i hate the government i love i love bo-katan <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to murder Sub Zero. <laughs> oh shit! Okay. Well, well, here's the thing: Mortal Kombat always likes to throw in new characters 
with ridiculous concepts. My favorite, as I've already said, is Ferator. Big boy what got little boy on the back and throws him like a bowling ball. Which was just... That's a, that's a dead by daylight. Char- <laughs> well, I guess dead by daylight fucking ripped off Mortal Kombat, yeah. in all fairness. <laughs> uh, but I decided to come up with some with some of my own Mortal Kombat characters. Uh, there are... I, I've got three that are somewhat fleshed out, and then I have four that are nothing, including what if Ferator was instead of being Farah and Tor, they were just outcast, and it was <laughs> fucking. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Who, who's so? I guess Big Boy is. Big Boy is the is boys. the base, and then Andre three thousand is on his shoulders. <laughs> I've, it's been so long since I even thought about Outcast. <laughs> that I, it was originally what if Ferator was the entire Wu Tang Clan, and you just had to control <laughs> all of them. But then I watched the fucking Key and Peel sketch where Big Boy is getting just like run down by Andre Three Thousand in a coffee shop, and I said, "No, it needs to be these two. Like, he can toss Andre, and Andre does the Luke Kang kicks while going, all right, 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 all right. God Their fatality is called Bombs Over Baghdad. Okay, yeah, you put a significant amount of thought into this. Oh, no, that that was all off the dome. Here's one of the ones that I came up with that I actually fleshed out. Ariel Crazy Lex Johnson. She got crazy legs. One leg. I mean, that's that's just Liu Kang. One no no. You wait. One of her legs is a sword. The other's a fucking gun. <laughs> the legs are also interchangeable depending on her fighting style. One fighting style has weaponry legs. One of them has robot legs, and one has a peg leg that's made out of a baseball bat and fuck it, a cannon on the other leg. Uh, each set of... Le- I mean, that's kind of like, what's it, from Planet Terror? I don't know. It's I went full Bayonetta, really. Uh, her uh, finisher involves her dissecting her opponent, ripping each arm and leg off with her sword legs before taking one last swing that decapitates them. She then backs up before swapping that leg out for a bat leg, then rushes forward and hits a home! run on the skull that's sitting there on the body's now just like a T. <laughs> He's playing T-ball with his head that uh, <laughs> smashes into the screen. I like Ariel. I'll, I guarantee one day Mortal Kombat will have a Crazy Legs character. <laughs> or they just got some fucked up legs. <laughs> I got an idea. <laughs> what if we just had a character with some real Fucked up legs. Uh, <laughs> next, I've written Vice President of the United States, Joe Biden. <laughs> I mean, sh- sh- it's an- you might have to edit that no, one. No, it's not current President Joe Biden. It is former Vice President Joe Biden who time travels to the future to take out current President Joe Biden. That's very Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Um, this one... I'm so proud of, and it is the LGBDJ Weedmaster 420. That's the full name. Uh, Weedmaster 420 is a gay time traveling DJ from the future that smokes weed. His move set. <laughs> his move set is heavily relying on blasting music at his opponents to daze them while just smoking them the fuck out. He also can use his records as a pair of deadly spinning blades. He can also just kick a lot of ass. I got real tired at that point. It was like I don't know. He fights because it's Mortal Kombat. Scotty. Are you sure this isn't just, like, your Mortal Kombat OC <laughs> that you made when you were 16? Because, like, you could tell me. Oh, no, I'm real <laughs> proud of the fatality. His fatality, 
you place he places a pair of headphones on the opponent's head and they just start fucking getting it they just start dancing their heart out and they dance until you there's a zoom in like an x-ray on their feet and you see the soles of their shoes give out and then their feet just start grinding into the concrete below until it's just nubs and then it pans up to the head the head gets massive as like the sound waves are growing in until the head explodes leaving a massive like tube of bone shooting out of the back of their head as it flies up in the air but before it hits the ground weedmaster 420 grabs the head rips it away from the body and then puts a pipe turns it into a bomb yes. and smokes out of it this is absolutely the moral combat oc you made when you were 16 fuck yeah baby he just makes a big old bong out of his opponent's head and then just i think this was everyone's mortal combat oc they made when they were 16 uh, and then i realized like there's a lot of uh there's a lot of these characters where they just fucking reverse the name of someone on the team so this is iramitox and then my description just says, I don't know, man, some sort of cyber motherfucker drinks a lot of milkshakes. I don't know what that means, but he just likes milkshakes. I was going to say, like, what? He's like fucking Daniel Plainview, but a robot? <laughs> yes. He runs off oil. <laughs> now, this this one's my last fleshed out one, so I am going to quickly uh, throw in one of my other ones, and it's more of a variant on a current character, and it's just Jack's SMR. That's right, bitch. It's Jack's, and he does ASMR now. That's my full description of that. How how would that factor into the play style? I did six tours in Nam. <laughs> just gets real close in there. <laughs> he gets really there, and he's just like... I'm gonna punch you real fucking hard with my robot arms. Now, this one is honestly the most Mortal Kombat shit, but because of the implications, oh I do not think he will ever be a character in Mortal Kombat, but I love him. And his name is Seed. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus. Now, wait. Okay. I even wrote in the description. Okay, so look... <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Seed was once an outworlder who came from a long line of evil, a lineage that had condensed evil, mating with the most wicked people in the world to create a long lineage of demonic power. And they forced, I don't like this. They forced the evil to evolve. It grew stronger through each generation to a point where this one specific outworlder was set to give birth to the ultimate evil, the devil incarnate, the beast from the depths itself. Unfortunately, this dude was a fucking nerd. Whole ass nerd. Loved the film Joker. Um, <laughs> absolute incel. Couldn't find anyone to mate with him. No woman evil enough to earn the right to bear the Antichrist. And I'm kind of upset at my choice of words for this next sentence as I said, so he took matters into his own hands. No! <laughs> and he utilized a little black magic to bring life to his seed itself. Unfortunately, the dark magic was too strong, and as this small creature grew, it burrowed its way into the Outworlder's mind and took over. They are now Seed, and they, um, they fight with cum, I guess, is the, is the character I've created. Their name is Seed. It's like, it's like, it's like a yerk. But with jizz? <laughs> it's like Ermac, but with cum. It's full on nasty. Now, they're, they're fatality. Um, oh, God. I don't want it. I don't want it, Scotty. It just, this, is, this is because of what I did last week, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. It involves Seed's mouth growing wide. No! No! <laughs> Hold on. No. It has, like, jagged teeth. And then from within it crawls out the original seed 
You're saying like, no, no, don't worry. It's not going to be bad. <laughs> no, it's okay. And so this massive. <laughs> it's fine. This giant fucking jizz monster comes out of his mouth. It's, it's okay. It's not a jizz monster. It's a singular sensation. It's a massive <laughs> sperm, singular sperm that crawls out. Horrifying. It's like, um. This may only connect to me and you, but you know that episode of Drawfee where Julia had to draw a, uh, like, the kids' play coop and drew, like, the people coming out of it? <laughs> That's what it looks like. I hate it. Uh, it opens its mouth, massive, jagged, Baraka-like teeth in rows, grabs the opponent by the throat with his tail, and then... F- forces numerous small seeds into his body problematic choking him to death before decapitating him and sending his head flying into the air where it lands into the the outworlder's mouth where he crushes it between his teeth like a walnut so that seed he comes in your mouth and then chops it off I'm worried about you. (laughs) Well, here's the problem is I always have my goal on this show every week is I want to take a dumb idea and then make it serious and make it good. But the problem is sometimes a dumb idea shouldn't be made serious. A la when I said, I want to come up with a ninja that fights with cum. How do I make that serious? It takes me down a dark path. What if we change the name to Jizz instead of Seed? I feel like that would probably harsh... Please speak. (laughs) Please say something. No, man. <laughs> so, so, so I'm I, I've been doing a funny Kano voice, <laughs> where where I make Kano say wholesome things. Oh, should I should I reread all of what I just said, but as Kano, and maybe that'll help. No, he no. comes in your mouth. Oh. I'm Kano. <laughs> he's gonna decapitate you once he's filled you up with his evil outworld spunk. I'm Kano. <laughs> this is a character I wrote for my D and D campaign. I'm Kano. <laughs> this is actually for an erotic novel I'm working on. <laughs> Don't kink shame me. I'm Kano. Don't kink shame the Kano. <laughs> I hope this didn't awaken anything in you. I'm Kaido. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. My my last character in about 10% of the audience is causing extreme distress and the other 10% an extreme awakening in something they are quite uncomfortable with. <laughs> well, we fixed Mortal Kombat. I think in the broadest definition of fixing things, I'm Kaido. But now we're gonna fuck. We're gonna move on to next week. Now we're gonna fuck. I'm Kaido. <laughs> I like to think like, imagine you're just like half asleep at night, and then your door gets busted down. We're gonna fuck. I'm Kaido. How'd you get in my home? Doesn't matter. I'm Kaido. Hold it out. All that matters is I'm here now, <laughs> and I got a fucking laser eye. <laughs> I know, I, I prefer that, which was, all it means is I'm here now, strokes your hair lovingly. Heard you been having <laughs> nightmares lately. I'm going to make sure you sleep tight tonight, I'm Kino. Heard you been having a tough time lately, bud. Do you want to talk about it? I'm here for you. I'm Kato. But it's all right if you don't want to talk about it. I've got Ben and Jerry's and Mitchell versus the Machines on Netflix queued up in the living room. If you just want a girl's night, I'm Kato. <laughs> we all struggle sometimes, mate. It's fine. Except me. I never do because I'm Kato. It gets better. Unless you try to cross Kano and then it gets worse. But now on to next week. Where we're going to take a suggestion from the audience because uh, 
there's a well we haven't dipped in into a while, and uh, one of our one of our lovely people and former guests recommended this a couple of a uh, couple of weeks back, and it's a well that I've been itching to get back into because next week. We're going to be... I just love... I'm sorry. I have to interrupt you just because I love the image of... It's a well that I've been itching to get back into. And I just, like, picture myself for straight... Like, no! No, Scotty, don't get back in the well! <laughs> no, I'm itching! I have to! I have to get I'm back I'm going to get back in the well! I'm kind of... <laughs> uh, because next week, thanks to uh, former guest of the show, JV, we're going to be discussing... The Demon Barber of Fleet Street, Sweeney Todd. And you know what that means! Time for another another song to go in the historic musical next week. You know the one. Megan, please speak. Megan, don't seed silence me again. Don't seed silence. No, no, Megan, please, no. I refuse to yes and this. I'm Kaino. I'm the demon barber of Fleet Street. I'm Kaino. But that'll be next week. Until then, where can people find you, Bombi Emberbet? They can find me on. On the on the twatters, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Meg underscore Danger, where I say I say things. And you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo S C O T T Y E M O. And I know the name will say Scotty, but don't get it twisted. I'm Kano. <laughs> And you can also find me on the mini adventures of Sammy Magic or on the weird, the actual play TTRPG podcast that's like Twin Peaks, but better and X-Files, but worse. The and Gravity Falls, but basically the same. <laughs> and yeah, you could, you may have to come to us directly for the link to the show at this point because iTunes- <laughs> real bad. iTunes has fucked us, so just come to us and be like, be the baby birds in the nest and we will feed you the, the, the delicious weirdness from our mouths. We will mouth feed you podcast. I hope that doesn't awaken anything in me either, I'm kind of... I mean, it's also, it's a jointheweird.com. Yes. That's a, that's also an option. Or you can get it directly from us in our mouths. <laughs> Special thanks to Best Day. More like Best K. Best K, no, that's me. <laughs> Made the theme song. If you liked it, you can hear more music like it at soundcloud.com slash best hyphen day or by searching best day on Spotify or Apple Music. Okay, everyone shut the fuck up for a minute because in the past week I did it, but we got to be real quiet and keep this a secret from Michael Mouse. But that dirt nasty, <laughs> that hot shit. <laughs> The, the fucking Hawk Babadook Baby Yoda Quicksilver Abomination shirt we made is on our website at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Buy it now, because we do not know when Michael's going to bring it down on us. We do not we know when Michael's going to fuck us up. You can purchase. I did successfully <laughs> purchase one for myself. So that I can wear it and enrage anyone who comes into my line of sight. <laughs> what? Get it now before the mouse comes and murders Scotty in the night. <laughs> I saw what you made. That's a that's a fucking weird shirt. Shh. <laughs> that's got multiple of my IPs on it, motherfucker. And now it's time for you to die. Not today. I've come to save you. I'm Kano. Who, who, who the fuck are you? I just said it. I'll say it again. I'm Kano. And I'm going to save this Hulk Bobadick shit from your evil litigations. Bring it, bitch. 
That didn't. That was supposed to be a laser sound, but it sounded like an angry elephant. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that was. I'm a furious packy dude. My name's Kato. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got fucking bulked hands. <laughs> I got I got both bulked hands. I got the cold and the Mandalorian one. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs>